1: Today's quote is read by the first indigenous Mrs. Universe and member of the Enoch Cree Nation, Ashley Collingbull.
2: If we are wise and brave, as I said, as I hope we are, we humans have really just reached the beginning or new beginnings. Welcome back to the podcast, quoting Gene Roddenberry. And that quote was beautifully read. honestly I might say, uh, I got thoughts. I got a lot of thoughts like I always do. <laughs> but I'm going to throw it to Scott right away so I don't mouth off. Go ahead, Scott. I want to hear what your, your what your take on well, the quote is.
0: To me, trying to remember that, you know, when Gene Roddenberry was was young and coming up and how he, he was at an, uh, a time in human history when things were starting to change a lot. And that is on the end of a time in human history and things would not change at all for multiple generations. Mm -hmm. There were so many people, even in America after, after America started to have the the influx of, of immigrants, you know, there are people that would go three and four generations without leaving a 10 mile radius. So there was a specific, specific lifestyle, a specific way of life. And there was nothing that would change that. And the advent of transportation and technology and war and and mm-hmm. and, and industry started to shake that up. So you had you had a, this new cusp of children growing up knowing they did not have to follow in the footsteps of their family, stay on the family farm, so to speak, if they did not want to. So mm-hmm. there were new beginnings all over the place. And you combine that with all just, we're still in just this machine gun rapid fire of technological advancements, opening up windows that were never there before. You put those things together and it, it is, it's constantly new beginnings that could go any number of ways.
2: And I've talked before about, there's these philosophers I love Deleuze and Guattari. They have a book called A Thousand Plateaus. Each, every time you reach or get, attain something, it's a new beginning, right? It's an ending and a beginning all rolled yeah. into one because their concept is, you know, they're talking about mental and spiritual growth, essentially, but every time you reach a new plateau of understanding, you may stay there for a while on that plateau, but there's always another height to climb with it, you know? Mm-hmm. And also, mm-hmm. Trent Scott, what he love about this particular quote is, and in general with Mr. Roddenberry, he's so, so encouraging, right? He's not saying, you 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 messed yeah. it up before, And now he's saying, if you're wise and brave, as I hope we are, which is kind of implying to me, like some of y'all ain't, so catch up. (laughs) He doesn't say that, that's what I hear.
0: All of the quotes that I've been lucky enough to be on the show with you guys this week, all of these quotes seem to revolve around, he is constantly encouraging people to go out and embrace change, to not stay in a rut, not stay with the thing you were doing, because change is coming, it depends on how you look at it. But you're right, Rachel, it's always from a positive point of view, which is this stuff is coming, it all depends on how you internalize it and then how you process it and send it back out to the world. Is that going to be a positive thing or is that going to be a negative thing?
1: Yeah, in many of our quotes, Gene has always talked about his love of humanity. And as because he loves humankind so much, he does want to encourage us to be better than we think we are. Like Those are two Two different quotes that we've discussed uh, from Gene in previous podcast episodes. Um, And it's, again, uh, the point of when, when the world of Star Trek happens in the 23rd and the 24th century, like at that point, humanity has gotten to the wisdom and the bravery to get past, you know, world hunger here and, and the monetary system. And that's the beginning, like that's the baseline beginning for this wonderful world that Star Trek or that Gene Roddenberry and all the Star Trek writers uh, created and then passed on the torch to younger uh, writers and producers. And and the story just keeps growing because in my mind, Gene was always encouraging us and and maybe teaching us a little bit with the stories in Star Trek to nudge us a little, to nudge us along towards that way. Do you see these transporters? Do you want to have a friend like Data? Well, you have to, we have to be wise. We have to get past our petty grievances here on earth before we can even get to step one to break into that next, uh, plateau of experience.
2: Trent Scott, do you all think that all through history, though, no matter what century it was, BC, whatever people have said this, because one of the shows I watched when I was far too young, but I I think I might've mentioned it the other day was I, Claudius, (laughs) you know, and I love, I just love Mm -hmm. that PBS TV show. But I remember one of the lines was they were complaining about the immigrants in Rome, (laughs) you know, the exact, that's why I love the show so much Mm -hmm. because they're talking about the same things that concern us today the exact same things family whatever it is but um this quote could be applicable at any time whether you're a pioneer setting out in a wagon to go to california or space Mm -hmm. you know and i think that's just kind of what i like about all this is that it's we're talking about the human condition ultimately aren't we and i do believe that Mm -hmm. uh I, i like even though i'm cynical i do believe that mr rodden like mr roddenberry that we do have it, everyone has the ability to be better or or to think about and change their mind and make a mistake and then think about it and go, oh, I'm courageous enough and I'm brave enough to admit to you that I was wrong and I made a mistake here. Um, And we were were talking about this before we got on air, but I hope we're able, we were mentioning, you know, the Canadian schools and this quote was read by uh, a native Canadian American Uh, Actor, And, Mm -hmm. you know, they're uncovering a lot of secrets about the native schools where the kids were forced to go to a school. And I think America has its own reckoning with that sort of thing, too. We're in a period where I think with critical race theory, with all these things coming up, where it is our time to be brave enough and courageous enough, per the quote we did yesterday, to look into these things and not push them away because they're shameful periods of our history, right? It's something we have to cop to. I th- yeah. I feel like the only way I grow, that's why I wrote the book that I did, which is a Jungian psychology-based terror book. It's like the only way I grow and get better is when I look at the things I mess up and, and also celebrate the things I do yeah. well. I mean, I'm, I'm saying, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's all about beat yourself up, but it is saying, I did this. I have to release the shame that I did it. That's number one, get rid of mm-hmm. the shame and then mm-hmm. try to figure out how to do better, you know? And, and that's, that's, that's the Roddenberry way. And those
0: are all, those are all new beginnings for you when you do
2: that. They are all, per per the quote, each and every one, isn't that a new beginning when you apologize to someone for your bad form? Yeah. You know, you're hoping for a clean slate. Well, being,
0: having the capacity to understand and own your mistakes is the first step to being able to change that behavior, at least come up with coping mechanisms or whatever for that behavior to move on and become better and broader mm-hmm. and, and do different mm-hmm. things. And from the, the cultural perspective, I think, I think a lot of people have trouble realizing how recent these things are. You know, you hear about these tragedies about the Canadian schools and things of that nature. And you're like, Oh, that's, that's so far in the past, but it's, it's not so much of this stuff is, you know, within our parents or grandparents time. What? And to, to realize that we've like, yeah. got to acknowledge these things happen in order to to make sure they don't happen again,
2: Scott. What would be a way you would phrase if I'm speaking? Because I don't know why, but like middle aged white men love to tell me how oppressed they are, and I'm always like, mm-hmm. it's really ballsy to me. So I listen to it, but but what uh, as a white man, what can I say to people who are like, critical race theory is evil?
0: Ah, uh, you know that that has been so politicized, and it's it's already the the horse has left the barn. It's 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 out of control. the the biggest The biggest phrase I use. And this is a um, adaptation of a John Scalzi line, which he's like the the white males playing a video game on easy mode all the time. And I don't I, didn't, <laughs> I don't find that to be mm-hmm. I don't find that to be accurate because especially where I grew up and the condition of people where I grew up still to this day. But you're not that, to the man born. born
2: mm-hmm. uh, with you're a silver the spoon born, in your mouth. Right? The way
0: I describe it is the way I describe it is for for people who look and smell like me is life is an obstacle course. Some people have more obstacles than we do. Everybody's got obstacles and things to overcome, but for some people, they just have more obstacles. It doesn't make you, it doesn't mean you got everything for free. It doesn't mean you have a silver spoon. It doesn't mean you didn't work your ass off to get where you are. It doesn't mean people didn't smack you down and not let you succeed when you, when you deserve to, you earn it. Other people just have more obstacles, more smacking down, more difficulty. To me, that helps, uh, helps get through a little bit to, to some people.
1: Again, Gene is very careful with his words when he's speaking to you know uh, a convention or to fans. Uh, so his he always chooses his words very carefully when when he delivers these quotes. And wisdom and bravery are two you know I mean. You, you talk about what's wisdom. Wisdom, it seems like it's this lauded sort of, of of education, but not necessarily like learning takes place in many forms. And as we've mentioned in previous podcast episodes, humans need to learn to evolve. And again, it's a process where, you know, Gene believed I think and i agree that with humanity still being in its infancy where we have made a lot of advances technological societal uh, many but we're still not there yet cuz we're still fighting over skin color very basic things that when you think about how they're perceived in the future world of star trek it's 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 not even an issue like Skin color isn't an issue in the world of Star Trek, unless they're dealing with the storyline where they visit a planet, where they haven't figured it out because they haven't evolved to that point yet. So, you know, wisdom and bravery, two key words that he uses that will get us to those new beginnings, hopefully someday.
2: Isn't it kind of crazy that like me, I would be illegal. Like my parents' marriage was illegal in States at the point where they got married, you know? And I, I always thought as a kid, it felt like a weight on me because I was like, I'm the thing you're scared of. I was well aware of that as a child, you know, because they often said mixed children, da, 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 da. And it just felt weird. And so I long for the day when that doesn't happen for other kids. La- but lastly, on this quote, I gave a little bit of my thoughts as to why I think the new beginnings. and And, and in this quote, he says, we humans mm-hmm. have really just reached the beginning, comma, Oxford comma or new beginnings. So why do you think he specifies reach the beginnings or new beginnings?
0: I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. I I go back to that. He seemed to be prescient enough to realize that this highly accelerated pace of change is going to continue and, and even increase. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's going to be constantly new beginnings available, but, embracing those new beginnings. you Can't be a bull in a China shop all the time. Sometimes you got to step back and look at, okay, this is the change. This is what we are looking at. That's where the wisdom comes in to sit back and think about it, to do research. As you said earlier, study up research and then have the bravery. Like, this is where I think things are going. Here's an opportunity for me, my family, my city, my culture. Uh, you know, you can, and then, and then to educate and go after those. That's my best guess is what he's after with new beginnings.
1: Yeah, for me, when I think when I see the new beginnings edition, or at least the the tail end of this quote, the, my first thought was, well, maybe he's saying when we when you say a new beginning, that implies that there's one right way to do it. And Gene, being such a champion of diversity, maybe there's there's different ways. Maybe there are different beginnings that he hasn't considered or that haven't been you know brought to fruition yet. That he's making that uh, determination that it's not, it it may not just be one new beginning. It may be multiple. And then we just have to figure out the right one or the one that resonates with us the best. Maybe.
2: (laughs) I think that's well said. And I really don't want to speak for Mr. Roddenberry. You know, Um, I stand by from my,
1: you
2: know, uh, uh, practice with the little cards and psychoanalyzing myself that I have had to remind myself that every ending I have is making room for something hopefully even bigger, better and Mm -hmm. faster. And I've, often seen that to be very true. Uh that there are always new beginnings, you know, even out of the worst situations. And then you look back on how sad you were and yet if that thing hadn't happened, you wouldn't be here who you are and right. who you're with right now. Right. So I think there's a little bit of that in there, which is uh, philosophical way to think about it, but it's also very true. Otherwise, you're just really upset. You don't have any control <laughs> all the time. And, you
0: know, a little I bit, of, little bit yeah. about the wisdom of age is you can now look back at all the times that your heart was just shattered by huh. relationships, work, sit, the way people acted around you. And you're like, yep. oh, wait, that's like the ninth time that yep. I've been so depressed about that. Okay. I'm, And now that's nine times I've overcome it. So you start to you start to get to the new beginnings a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Hopefully,
2: the older we get. Even though you're just as sad, though, yep, just as each sad. and every time at every age. Yes. But yes. you do start yeah. to realize yeah. the the light. Anyway, you guys, this has been a super fun episode. Scott, thank you. We're lucky to have you for a few more eps. Trent, tell the people where to go.
1: If you want to watch video of Ashley Collingbull reading today's quote, you can check it out on our social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we hope you'll join us again tomorrow for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry.
2: We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's quote. So tweet us, post us, DM us, whatever.
1: We're at Roddenberry on Twitter and Facebook and at RoddenberryOfficial on Instagram.
2: Quoting Gene Roddenberry is a Roddenberry podcast hosted by me, Rachel True.
1: And me, Trent Venegas. Producing are Claire Kramer and Kelsey Goldberg with executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry.
2: Engineering and editing are provided by Elizabeth Joy Windham.
1: And special thanks to all those who were kind enough to read a quote and give a voice to Gene Roddenberry's everlasting words.
2: Live long and prosper.